All right, so presumably he's going to have a full week of practice. The coaching staff obviously knows that the you know the media hounds are out to get them on why Tony isn't playing. This is clearly well, they kept a, sticking a fork in Tony's stomach yesterday. It was embarrassing to be frank well, with you. I, I agree, and and that's why I said I gave Tony credit because I a lot of other players, especially, and we know receivers, Paul, this last twenty years of football would have answered those questions a lot differently and maybe no maybe melted down. And Tony didn't. Tony didn't. I really give him credit for that. So my question is, if he has a full week of practice here, we're playing the Carolina Panthers, a different kind of defensive matchup. You should Tennessee. see more snaps. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, like, yeah, yes. like this should be a seven-stack game for Tony. Like, this should it not, won't be. We should not be having a podcast one giant step on Monday morning. We're going, why the heck wasn't Tony used enough? I would be extremely surprised if that's the case. He practiced yesterday. From what I saw, he looked very spry, looked very good, was not listed as oh. limited on the injury report. I'm having right? Adam clip that. I'm having Adam clip that because if I come back and he's got 12 snaps on Monday, I'm gonna I'm gonna ring your head and we're gonna have play that back a million then, times. Then you got me. Let's just hope he doesn't get hurt during the game. Well, that, that's true too. <laughs> we don't need any more of that. All right, with that, let's play a little game: fantasy versus reality. Last week, Saquon Barkley was both the reality and the fantasy. Which, by the way, I think Paul was what you had said too: Saquon, Saquon, Saquon. I thought Galladay would score a touchdown. I was completely wrong. I wish I had said Chris Myronick, huh? So that was kind of the situation we were. <laughs> now, my reality was Andrew Thomas would be the best player in the offense. And other than Saquon Barkley, he was. Andrew Thomas was that dominant on tape. So, again, you know, it doesn't have to be literally fantasy points because you could talk about the defense here. You know, who is going to tantalize those screens? Everybody's going to go, ooh, and ah, and go, that was why the Giants won. And in the reality, who's the biggest key to the Giants winning? We'll start with you, Paul. Well, I, I really believe that what the Giants saw last week in their passing game, where they were extremely efficient and they were able to hit a couple of big plays, I believe they're going to try to do some of that against the Panthers. They're not, they're not afraid of the Panthers' pass rush. I mean, all they've got is Brian Burns. And other than yeah. that, I don't think they can manufacture a pass rush. Yeah, Gross so Matos is not going to be going crazy on Evan Neal. No, no. And so I do think the Giants will open things up a little bit more we will see more of Tony. And how about this? Just to put your mind at ease, I'll go Kadarius Tony has a big game this week. Is that and, right? And leads this offense to victory. The best is our graphics department right now is Paul on the hook. I was about to say, does that say Paul on the hooch? You have to say Kadarius Tony is finally going to have this kind of moment. Okay, so I would be I would be all in on that. I would clearly. John, I, I have to tell you, though, I cheated a little bit because – it was uh, the very same Panthers coach, uh, Mr. Matt Rule, who just bitched and moaned all week about how his team missed 18 tackles against the Cleveland Browns. So I'm picking the most elusive giant on the field to be the star this week. There, I Look, I could totally, totally see that. And look, I, here's the deal. Fantasy-wise, I'm going to tell you that the Giants are not going to abandon what they did with Saquon Barkley. They're going to shove that down your throat. And I... And I think you will still get the yardage from Saquon Barkley in a couple big plays. But I think when it comes in time for the red zone, I think the Giants are going to, especially without a big pass rush from Carolina, are going to do a lot of play action down there in the red zone when they get there. And where you got the big Saquon touchdown on the holes opening, I don't know that you'll get maybe necessarily that this week. I could see a situation here where, get this, we saw him wide open a couple times last week. How about David Sills gets on the end, gets in the end zone this week? We saw that Daniel Jones wanted to go there a couple times. Now, maybe he has less reps because Kadarius Tony has more. But my my fantasy after the reality of, of Saquon getting him down there is, 
I could see David still scoring a touchdown here. Sneaky six points on the board for him. But I do think that Saquon still will be that guy to help get them down the field. And of course, the reality is we can't have Daniel Jones turning the ball over this week at all. And I still do worry, although there's no Simmons, I do worry about that left guard situation with the Giants this week. No matter what, in, in having a play blow up that gets tossed for a fumble the other way. And Paul, yeah, Matt, Matt Ioannidis uh, yeah. had done some things against the Giants when he was with Washington, as you'll remember a few years yeah. ago. He had made some plays against them over time, so he's a familiar foe. And with that, Paul, it's prediction time, baby. We both had the Giants winning shocker in week one, and they did. Here are the Giants, a little dealing with prosperity off of week one, home opener, crowd now very into a home opener with a little hope and a little promise. Where do you see this game falling? Give me a score. Give me a winner. Well, as I said to you before, I do think the Panthers offense provides a little bit more difficulty for the Giants defensively because of their soft spots. So I do think the Giants offense is going to be responsible for outscoring Carolina to win this game. I'm going to go 31-23 Giants with the victory. Wow, I do like their chances. But I, I, but I think it's going to be more incumbent upon the offense to do this thing. Paul, I hate to do this. I got the Giants losing this week. And the only reason I say that is big picture. I am stunned they won. Le- I'm not stunned because I thought they would win. I'm stunned at the events that led to them winning last week. Not that they won. I thought it would be a little different. And knowing that the schedule is coming up with Cooper Rush and the Bears, it's, it has nothing to do with the Giants actually looking ahead. I'm not trying to say that. But the idea, are the Giants really going to go win all of these games? And if I look at this very macro, I think they will beat the Bears. I have real confidence they're going to beat Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. So do I really think we're going to live in the world where the Giants are 4-0? I could see that. <laughs> I really would. And the Aaron Robinson injury bothers me a little bit. I could see, sure. I see the Giants giving up a couple big plays here. I would feel more confident with Thibodeau and Ojolari. And how about this? After all the ecstaticness of losing on a missed field goal, Carolina kicks a field goal at the gun. The Giants lose 27-26 is my predictions. Well, you remember Graham Gano did that a few years ago. Yes, down he did. in Carolina to beat the Giants with a 60-plus yarder on the final snap. So uh, you would have history repeating itself if that should happen. I would only say this. Uh, I look at that Carolina defense, and they allowed Jacoby Brissett to move up and down the field against them the other day. I just, I just don't think the Giants' offense is going to be impeded enough. I think they'll do whatever they need to do to win this game. And I, I think, uh, um, you know, that, that to me is the ultimate factor here because I do think the Panthers are going to make this game very competitive, believe me. When I say 31-23, this game is going to be competitive into the fourth quarter, yeah. trust me. Uh, and look, I hope so. And look, we both pretty much think it's going to be a close game. It's a matter of how much I think the offense does get there. I want to be stunned. I want to wake up with a 30-point effort on Monday and go, now we're off and rolling. Look at these next two games. Let's start thinking bigger picture about the Giants. I hope that's where we're at on Monday morning with one giant step. I'm just trying to be as real as possible. I'm not, I'm not sitting here trying to be a homer. Uh, the idea of 2-0, and for the, like 1-0 and blew my mind. Everybody saw the ring doorbell cam. The idea of 2-0. I get it. Two and oh, the, the idea of four and oh, people want to talk about. So I just, I'm pinpointing this, isolating it. Defensive problems. That's where I think we stand. So, Paul. If, if, if the Giants go four and oh, your family's going to have to move out for their own safety. Probably true. Probably true. And by the way, I still have no voice. I've been raspy doing radio all week. It's brutal. Uh, Paul, we can follow you on Twitter at GiantsWFAN. You can follow me on Twitter at CBS. And we got a home opener, man. Let's go Big Blue. 